Hello? Who is this? Are you ready to talk about Dragula episode, what? Uh, Dragula season four, episode seven? I'm so excited to talk about it. My <laughs> boots are shivered, my... My wig is quaking. My wig is quaking, I am gooped. We're energized because it's morning, because unbeknownst to Zanny, who looks forward to the podcast every single week, <laughs> woke up at mm, about 1 a.m. and was like, oh, I fell asleep. Did you did you want to record tomorrow or maybe tonight? Tristan was watching a movie and he was like, wait till it's done. And I was like, okay, it's almost done. And I went and just laid down for a second. And then I woke up and, and three hours had passed. I would have had to wait until like 2 a.m. for you. Maybe. Yeah, I finished watching the episode, to be honest, by the time I like got in the headspace to sit down and like watch it at like 3.40 in the morning. And I was like, well, I'm glad this was an option. Well, hunty boots, are you gooped? I am. I'm very gooped. My shirt says I'm Google. Uh, other side, I'm, other side. There you I'm go. not used to being mirrored. Yeah. Here, uh, can you move like a little to your left, please? Like this left. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Perfect. Nope. Nope. Don't move your camera. <laughs> that's that's the whole reason why I had you move <laughs> because you were off centered. I'm here. <laughs> can you move your camera back a little? No, no, the <laughs> other way, bitch. Oh my god, that's why. <laughs> Is this better? Yes, because that's like... why I had you move, and then you <laughs> move the fucking camera over. <laughs> All hey. right, this is episode fifty, woo, woo, woo. and one year. That's one year of the podcast. Fifty Happy episodes. One year. That's crazy. And you've been on probably like ten of them or nine at this mm. point. Mm. You did a Q and A with me. And then we did the oh. autopsy of Jane Doe, and then we did the Meet the Monsters, and then seven episodes of this. You're you're you've been on one fifth of the episodes of a year. How do you, how does that make you feel? Really sad, depressed, mentally unstable. I think I have uh, bowel movements because of it. Who are you wearing? Actually, <laughs> this is ironically, I'm wearing myself. The back. Here's the really funny part. I'll show you the back. I never wear this in public. This is my shirt that I sleep in. Because um, it's, it's ugly. It's myself. What is this? <laughs> they took one of my hoe Instagram posts and they printed it out on a shirt and they made it Zanny X merch. So it's a picture of my ass on a giant snake from a museum and my ass is like hanging out. I'm clothed, but like it's just very like, ooh. So I am wearing myself. Thank you for asking. What are you, Who are you wearing? Myself, bitch! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, this is actually merch that you did. If you want to get this shirt too, you can head over to my Instagram and go to the link tree and then all my merch will be there. Hello everybody, welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Carden. Every week we bring in a guest to talk about something horror genre related. We are continuing off with our series of Dragula season four with this week's episode being episode seven, The Exorcisters. I'm welcoming our guest who has been co-hosting this with me for the whole Dragula series. Please welcome back. I mean, they, they, they've been gone for a week. Zanny Eggs! Hello! Hello, thank you for having me again. Welcome welcome back, you, baddie. <laughs> Last time we recorded during the daytime, I was like so like alive and ready for the world. And 
today we're recording during the daytime and it is not the same well probably because you finished watching the episode at like 4 30 and also zany was like can i record the episode in bed i was like no yeah, I was you, gonna, but I was cannot. gonna like arch my back and I was gonna like show off my butt a little bit and be like, "Ooh, I'm recording." Your your mic is on a table and still you find a way to make it move. So I'm I'm assuming the mic would have just been sounding like this the whole fucking time. The mic would have been covered by a blink and I wouldn't have known. And it literally would like. You would have been after the recording been like, "What happened?" I don't I'm understand. so confused. I'm confused. This is our 50th episode. We'll have mm. to do a, mm. a special later on. If they do a reunion episode, which will probably be uneventful, we can like take questions and like maybe do something fun for that episode. That'd be cute. I think they're doing a reunion episode, which I don't think they should do. I think they should just do the reunion and then the finale in one episode. Yeah. Because the last reunion sucked. It was so uneventful for season three. It was a moment. And there's not that much... I mean, there's some drama, but I don't think there's... Uh, there was some drama. I, I lied. <laughs> I think there was some drama at fully, like, for three episodes about Mary and Betty and Sigourney. Cuts to a... So how did we get here? Uh, but yeah, 50 episodes, and this is a one-year anniversary of the podcast. So, bam, 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 bam. What you do? The... And many more. <laughs> We're going to get into it. So, Zanny, how did they open this episode? Get into it, yeah. So this episode starts, um, they're not going to sue me. This episode starts with um, a church. And I wrote down in my notes, I said, oh, I just love neon signs. Because there's this, like, neon sign of a cross and this really beautiful, beautiful like priest of a boy very um, hairy very hairy man but they yeah they take a shirt off and i was like oh that was unexpected i don't like to compliment white men a lot but he was attractive <laughs> he was yeah he was he was a good looking and that's no shade to white people <laughs> no but very what you said <laughs> we've had enough the bule brothers the dami mommies they come in and they like do something to him i don't know but they strip him naked and they leave yeah, I, I was like, this does not, I don't know, I didn't like it. It was. It felt weird for me. It's the next day, and they walk in, and they see Dread posted everywhere, which is a, Dread is a studio, they made, I would say their most popular movie is The Terrifier, if you've watched it. Very gory. Very gory. Someone gets sawed in half, but not down the side, down the middle. You talked about this. At the vagina. The At the vagina. It, it was a little. It was a little too much. Like yeah. it seemed like the whole movie. I have my own opinions. You're done. Um, but you're Dolly done. was like, "Oh, I, I. You're done, Gail." Dolly was gonna do Art the Clown from that movie series. So yeah, I don't know. When they saw the thing Dread, they were like, "Oh my gosh, Dread! I love this." And I was like, "I've never heard of this before." And then later on, they kind of announced what the prizes, and the prizes they get to be in a Dread and it, movie. And someone was like, "We get to be in a movie," and Zavaleta was like. We get to be in, like, a Dread movie at that. Like, that's amazing. And they're like, can you believe it? And then I Googled, and I was like, what movies are Dread movies? And I was like, I've never heard of any of these films. Like, there's no way that... There's no way that they, they were like... Like, you know that the producer on the side was like, Dread. Well, yeah, bitch. You don't want them to be like, I don't know what Dread is. If I was there... <laughs> Because if they announce that the prizes, you get to be in a Dread movie, I'm going to be like, oh, yes, mama. Yes, God, hunty. I, I know everything about Dread. I know how to spell Dread with my eyes closed. Like I would you know. turn to the fourth camera and be like, well, I'm not going to Dread that prize package. 
All right, so they get into the child. I also <laughs> want to specify that uh, a wig uh, during the extermination. A wig, <laughs> a wig, a wig. It just, a wig, hunty. A wig. It just Photoshop a wig in the in the uh, cold the boudoir. Just just there. <laughs> no, just like you know when like uh, someone that doesn't know how to like use like vernacular, and instead of saying a wig, they go a wig, hunty. <laughs> the moral of the story is a roach went up Sigourney's wig, and I thought that was funny and. Everyone was like, Jay belongs here, and she's a monster, so that was good for them. But the challenge is... The challenge is they have to act, which I was very excited for. Yes! Um, I was like, yay, something fun. So it's an acting challenge, and they have to record a movie called The um, Exorcisters. Kind of confused by that title, because there were no sisters. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I... There were no I was like, okay, work, like, maybe nuns, maybe actual sisters, maybe, like, weird incest. I don't know. All I'm saying is, like, if it was a porn and I clicked on that title, it was not, that was not what I would thought it was going to be at all. I was very confused. But <laughs> your mind is like, oh, that's not what I thought More that was More like going. ex her mommies. Like, yeah, like, ex her mommies or, like, ex her daughter or, like, ex her size. I don't know. But it was, it was, but yeah, so they had to record a movie and one of them, this was so dumb for the fright feast that one of them had to uh they had they had a guest star peaches christ who shows love up. peaches peaches is iconic favorite fruit um, no it's not and peaches is like here's the gag before we you know go in to do this we're gonna have to paint eyebrows on our faces and which peaches christ eyebrows peaches christ eyebrows and which peaches wins. christ for those who don't know they peaches has very mcdonald's arch very M, huge very, mm. eyebrows, yeah. And so whoever wins that gets to assign the roles. Really cool, really fun. Um, I thought it was so dumb, but then also watching it, I was like laughing and giggling and like enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So like it was like a like it was a moment where I was like, "This is camp. This is dumb." Yeah, uh, I would say more camp than the actual film we watched. Yeah, which then confused me because then they were like, "Quit being camp and dumb and funny in this video." And I was like, but this whole energy, like, you walked into the workroom and, like, the energy was kind of camp. Like, I would just, using context clues, would think that this is what I was supposed to be serving using the structure of the episode. Yeah. Um, Like, it was very confusing for someone to be like, hello, uglies, we're going to paint eyebrows and have fun. And, like, (laughs) and I'm going to be so dumb and weird and spoopy. But then also, like, then ten minutes later, be like, you're being weird and fun and stupid and This is a serious assignment. This is so serious. Which I do like that. I do like that. This year, we'll get into it. I'll let you finish, get but in, we'll get into get it. Two. They their prize is to be in a movie. Peaches and Michael Mizrani. I think his name is Mizrani. He I think he's been a judge before, so Peaches comes in, everyone's doing their brows. Dolly's brows are like from where your brows start to like their temples. Like, yeah, it like is the t- their entire forehead. It was a moment. I knew the second the camera like looked at everyone, I was like, "Okay, Zavaleta will win this." Um, yeah, Zavaleta's was makeup good. was so good, but Hosos was not the assignment. It wasn't um, at all. Saints she probably doesn't like, know who fucking Peaches. Is. I know Hoso was like, "I'll just do some face," and then Peaches is like, "I'm Peaches." Good uh, fright feet. Uh, Zavaleta wins. She assigns the roles. Let me pull it up. And I like that she did confirm that she was like they. The last time they got to assign roles, they did it for good intentions. Because they believe that if you do good things, good things will happen to you. So I was like, 
Did not happen at the end of this episode. Oh, also, they they titled Zamalota the Fright Feet Master. I was like, there's only been three. Yeah. (laughs) There's only been three, and Jade found a key. Like... That's like whenever they're like, ooh, like, they're a lip-sync assassin. I'm like, they lip-sync twice. (laughs) They lip-sync twice, and they were okay. Uh, The whole point... Okay, off topic. The whole point of a lip-sync assassin is you don't see it coming. Exactly. So if you're like, if someone's like, oh, I, I lip sync the house down boots and they lip sync once and they lost, they're not a lip sync assassin. The roles that Zabalina gives, she is going to give herself the priest. Sigourney is going to be the assistant to the priest. Hoso is the teen. And the two mothers, no sisters, are Saint and Dolly. Now, if I was assigning the roles, I would have been, first of all, the priest role is really good and the was a really good one. And I see how everyone could have done well in this challenge. And I can see how Zabaleta was looking out for Sigourney because the role of the assistant was to be like a filthy, gross thing. Yeah, I think Hoso was kind of built for this win. They, they're like, okay, let's go rehearse our looks. And they're leaving with their eyebrows still on. And they go to the stage with their eyebrows still on. Peaches is like, well, uh... I didn't really expect y'all to still have your eyebrows on, so that's an interesting choice. I think someone just forgot to tell them to remove their makeup. Yeah, but they and it's funny because like in that, like obviously it's television, so that was probably like in television it looks like that was so much fun. Let's go record. But in reality, it was probably like that was so much fun. Let's go record. And then they sat down for like three hours and like ate food and like production like was like okay, well here's what we're gonna do and like they like kind of like dissociated for a moment and then got the new set you know, set up and change all the lighting and change everything in another hour and buy. And Peaches was like, y'all don't want to change? A character choice, I yeah. see. <laughs> oh, right. speaking of characters, they're all like, we all have our characters we want to do, but when they sit down and they're getting coached by Peaches, they're like, I want y'all to drop every character in your head and not be campy. Which, yeah. I understand this critique. Because Peaches is like, not everyone is at a 10 camp and everything, because then it's not funny at all. Because that's why we don't like the drag race acting challenges. Because the drag race acting challenges are everyone is yelling and screaming like this uh, because this is all I know about acting. And it's never funny. And it's always self referential to drag race. You can, and this is what I like. Someone made this point a skit in a TV show should be like an SNL skit where I can take it out and it can be its own thing and I can watch it and laugh at it and not have to think about something else. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So this skit, or this acting thing, is technically something you could take out of context and watch it and be like, okay, I understand. Was it funny? No. no. This was not... I don't I don't know. I don't know. There's a montage of them all acting, and you just see, like, someone is, like, on the table, and they're like... It's really bad. It's really bad. Contrary, uh, different opinion. I think I would have liked the camp to stay. To an extent. I don't think Dolly should have stayed the same. I think they should have just been normal, like how they did in the end of it. Because even their Jennifer Coolidge was not good. Yeah. Oh, Saints? I think you were saying that. I wanted to hear your Jennifer Coolidge. My Jennifer Coolidge. I think would have been a little bit better than Dolly's because hers just sounded like an old white lady. I know what you're talking about, Tama Quad. I think the smoker voice would have been really funny. Very because bad. I was ready for the smoker voice. Like, oh my god, a daughter! Oh my daughter! Oh my, my daughter! I warned you. There was only like really two camp characters, and it was to me, it was 
Sigourney and Zavaleta. That too. So they he just critiqued for Zavaleta, which at the time I was like, before I knew the context of the writing, I was like, I love that actually. Um, Zavaleta like is doing this very animated like yes queen hunting Walter Mercado um, character, and Peaches is like, hey, maybe don't do that because like. You're just because you're playing a gay character doesn't mean you defeat into like all these gay stereotypes. Like we need to like as queer people, like we need to make sure we're not making fun of ourselves. You know, like this, this, and I was like, that's yeah. valid. But then, like when we watched the skit, I was like, okay, that's a critique I would have given the writer of the show because like then Zavaleta played that character, and like that character was written to be like, in my opinion, like a very over animated gay person. Well, they are. Like, they're still a gay priest. That's the whole point. But I think how Zabaleta's interpretation of it was to go, like, louder and be more obnoxious. Versus yeah, but I'm saying, like, I would have... Coincidentally, a gay priest. I would have wanted that. Like, that scene where, like, the first scene in this movie, Zabaleta's like, you know, like, I know what's wrong with your daughter. And then they're like, oh, she's possessed. And Zabaleta's like, gay? I wanted it to, like, it was so dry. Like, it was, like, gay. Where I would have liked to have been, like, gay. You know, like, it I also could have been just bad acting. Because, like, if Saint and uh, and Dolly would have been a little bit more camp, a little bit more animated, I think it would have balanced things out for me. Mm-mm. I think it, I think if it was both of them and then a demon person on the bed and then also, like, Sigourney being, like, campy too, I think it would have been too much. I think they just needed to balance out what was going on. And I understand they were going for something serious, but I think, I think just maybe one smoker voice mom, uh, Sigourney being, like, just filthy weird, and then... Dolly being serious as well as Hoso and then the priest yeah. being flamboyant without being too crazy but it would still be like funny in a way or just have a better script a moment let's not do Michael like that it's the acting challenge the Boulay brothers they come out in their look that's being presented right now Woo! I love the cape and I love the headpiece however I've been saying this for like three weeks now it is a black bodysuit it's a black bodysuit, and the cape doesn't boots. even touch the floor. Oh, well, I mean, it, it touches Swanthulas. <laughs> it touches their floor. <laughs> <laughs> Drag, no! It's at your ankles. Drag! Swans, Swans hits the floor, baby! Literally, they Swan is like... I don't know, Swan is like six feet, and Drag is like seven feet. I'm gonna be complimentary. And they're literally like, okay, what size what size cape should we get? And Swan is like, get me a large. And Drag is like, get me also a large. And they're like, no, maybe we should go longer. And Drag is like, no, just give me the same one they get. Well, I am not a fan of these looks. They look pretty, as always, in the face. From the from the shoulders up, they look good. But it's like, we I, we know how I feel. We yeah. know how I feel. We're going to move on from that. I'm going to put their, their looks away. So this challenge happens. The main thing that is very distracting to me... Things that I pointed out with was I thought Saint was going to be in the bottom because they were very much like, what? Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, like, very quiet. Dolly, for just looking like that, Dolly looked so weird. Sigourney, I thought, was pretty quiet. And I thought maybe Zavaleta and then Hosa would be in the top. But it was still, it was major cringe to watch. It was a lot. I 100% was, Hosa was my top. Um, Zavaleta was my, like, very, very... Ooh, safe. Uh, Sigourney was my top, and Saint and Dolly were equally in the bottom, but I could float between Dolly or Zavaleta. Preparing for the, like, doing their makeup, Zavaleta, Sigourney's talking about, like, I don't know, like, what I should do for my makeup, and Zavaleta actually goes over and is like, 
do this to like make it look more sunken mm-hmm. or give you more of a filthy look. I like that Zavaleta did that. That was a very nice moment. I don't understand how this movie does play out. I think y'all should just watch the skit for yourselves to see. It's really confusing to talk about. Um, people are being the the moms are murdered by the priest because the priest was actually trying to get the devil in the teenager, and it's not a happy ending. And I just wrote down, "LOL, is this over?" And I said, "Work, it is now." <laughs> so it's runway time. <laughs> Up first on the runway is Dolly. I do like that they are wearing a gown. So they're wearing a gown, which is like a red, orange, brown gown. Brown and gown I like stunning. Brown gown <laughs> stunning. <laughs> the thing I don't like about the gown is it technically ends at the waist. Uh, I have other opinions. What do you think about this gown? Um, I'm not mad at it. I like all of the accessories and everything like that. I think it was styled correctly. On it's the same critique that I will give them. Like everything I see is like is very constructed in their vision, and I hate that that bothers me. The makeup is the same that we've seen a million times. The boulets, when they saw it, they were like, mm, "We're tired of seeing the same thing." And for like the first time, this was a silhouette from Dolly that I didn't think was the same. Like I was very like unexpectedly like, "Oh." But then when I thought about it after, I was like, they're not wrong. This is very much so the same creature. Well, what they mean is like what I've been saying about Dolly for the past two episodes. Everyone looks like they could be from the same yeah. collection. Because they Dolly does not branch out of those three tones. So the fact that, like, if we didn't see any other looks that were like this red one, like the rock and roll challenge, you know, the last challenge the vampire one like we would have been like oh this is really cute and they probably would have had really good critiques for the outfit yeah but if we're looking at all because they've been on six episodes six runways looking at all of them it's all the same it's very much so like weird you know colored leather and chains and spikes in the right place and like it's all right it's just kind of not the the energy the hype is gone also i want to preface the challenge was to be original with their oh the runway challenge. The runway challenge is to be a demon, basically. Wow, Zanny, you didn't bring that up. Wow. <laughs> um, Surprise. But it's it's to be a demon. And when they say a demon, they ask for their original interpretation of a demon, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to preface that while we carry on. So up next, we have Zavaleta. Zavaleta went for a like plastic surgery demon can you explain this look um so this is like a sex demon moment and i kind of liked it at first there's Mm -hmm. like um a breastplate and a and a dildo kind of moment yeah i just noticed that okay yeah i saw on the stage i was like i would have liked maybe not that not the not because i like i wouldn't like to see like a nude illusion on stage it's just like to me the prop looked so fake that it. i think it's supposed to be like a strap-on yeah, okay. Then that's okay. I just maybe would have not liked it. I'm okay with that fantasy as uh <gasps> What? What if it was like a red one, like a like you know Bad Dragon? Yeah. What if it was like one of those toys? Just, like a fucking crazy gnarly dick. Like a red say one. Say hello to my <laughs> little friend. Yeah, I think that would have made the look. Yeah, um, the wings, what you were saying. The wings, the wings. Absolutely love. 
the fit absolutely love, but the wings did betray them. I was like, oh, they're doing a fallen angel moment. No, one of their wings broke and they fell and they had to take the piece off. Um, but like when I look at it, it is, I liked it. I wasn't mad at it. Looking at this picture, I actually really like this look. I don't think the wings look terrible, but when it was like, like a minute into them on the stage and they fell and they were struggling really hard to get back up. It was painful. It was painful to watch. And once they got it off, it was like, this is still a cool look. I like their makeup. Their boobs are out. The big boobs. But it was just, just the fall was like, oh no, you probably would have been in the top this episode because I didn't think they did that bad in the acting challenge compared to everyone else. Yeah, compared to everyone else, also they had the most lines and it was like an intense role. So like it wasn't the most intense. (laughs) There was one moment where like, Zavaleta's delivering a line and they go like this. So, Zanny, it's so nice to see you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why was there a big pause? So we are going to go to a break. We're going to take a little step away, a little steppity-weppity. And we will be right back to talk more about episode 7, season 4. See, I rhymed. Hey guys, if you're listening this far into the podcast, I need you to go to iTunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast. And I would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast. It would mean a lot, preferably five stars and a good rating. And just leave a comment there. A positive one. Don't call me an idiot or anything like that. That would be kind of mean. And if you hear that, that's Sunny in the background. She's here for this ad break. You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. So. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Oh, can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenidos. Estás escuchando al podcast de Teta Card. Stay on the line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcasts y donde quieras que puedas escuchar el audio de Stay on the Line. Por favor, deja cinco estrellas si puedes de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say, Dana da. Thanks, Dana da. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back from that break. I hope you broke yourself up a Kit Kat and ate it. But eat the Kit Kat in a weird way where it's like, I think it was Kourtney Kardashian or one of the Kardashians who literally like disassembles the Kit Kat and eats it. So fucking weird. It takes like five minutes to eat it. And she was like, yep, and you only have to eat one because you're going to be tired eating it. <laughs> Not going to lie, when I was a kid, I peeled my chicken nuggets from McDonald's. And I, I see that for peeled you. my cosmic brownies. Like I took the... the Your what? Through the cosmic brownies. I don't know what that is. They're was. like the, the brownies that like Little Debbie's and they have like the little like layer of fudge and then they have like the bunch of like little sparkly... Not sparkly, but little like colored chocolate chips on top. Okay. Do uh, you want to Google cosmic brownie? No. Well, I would pick my, the little chocolates out of each one, and then I would peel the layer of fudge off, and then I would separate the two. Bitch, that's me with uncut dick. Peel, peel it back, get the fudge off. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) And we're talking about Dracula season four episode. Seven. Seven, baby. Up next, we have Sigourney. Sigourney. Now, from this photo... 
It looks really cool. Um, um, but do you want to explain the outfit? Yeah. Um, so Sigourney is Lilith, and they have this very teased black wig. They've got these prosthetics in their cheekbones to make their cheeks very pointed. Um, they've got, like, a prop that's, like, three babies and, like, umbilical cords, and it's kind of gory, but not really that gory, like, it's a, but it's a good, it's a good prop. A cape, um, some red fabric that's tied around the waist that is very, um, like, exposed Princess slit, Leia. kind of. Princess Leia energy. Boobs out and two pasties that are kind of attached, and then their body is painted to look very, like, gray and, like, monotone, and then, like, have, like, black, um, hands and, like, dirt on their hands and, like, on their feet and stuff and some chains. This is the first body paint that's been all over that actually looks good. Exactly. Uh, I, unpopular opinion, I really liked this look. Yeah. Well, honestly, you know what would have been kind of, like, sickening? Which is coming back into style, but I don't care for them. If she had done, like, a low-rise kind of, like, skinned pant thing or black thing like low rise pants Mm -hmm. so it wasn't so like simplistic and maybe just like gauntlets which if you go to the patreon right now you can watch a tutorial about me making gauntlets a corset and boot covers for the tiers two and three but it was definitely simplistic now the makeup this is the best sigourney has looked i love the prosthetics when they turned their head i made such a gasp and i have never i mean i've been like wow that's good but i had never seen sigourney on the stage on the level that but i was like oh until like they turned like the way they were like hunched over holding the babies and they like turned they had the cape over their shoulder and their eyes were just like lit up mm-hmm. i was like oh bitch they are going to eat and they did eat because they ate one of the babies Oop, oop. However, um, however, the prop was not successful. They wouldn't let it go. The thing that I don't like about this that I'm noticing about Dragula is that they judge off of what they see while they're recording the floor show, which makes sense because like they're not gonna you know, the production's not gonna edit it and then show it to them. Um, but production does such a good job with editing the floor shows that we don't really see those mess ups. We obviously saw Zavaletta's because it was really, it was a really intense mess up that was bad. But like, I didn't see Sigourney struggling with the babies at all. So when they're like, you really struggle with the babies. I was like, no, they didn't. And then it cuts to like a three minute video of mm-hmm. Sigourney like fucking up with the babies. And then I was like, yeah. oh. Throwing that shit around like a fucking yo yo. Yeah, like getting up. tangled in it. So I was like, that makes sense. But like, I know this look was simple. But, like, Lilith, the, I feel like this is a very accurate representation of Lilith. I liked the simplicity of it. The body paint, that alone, like, yeah, it's simple, but this was such a clean body paint. Um, yeah. The mixture of, like, the black at the feet going up to the ankles, like, the attention to details of tying it in from the hands. Yeah. All of it, to me, made sense. Maybe a different fabric. Maybe, like, if the red fabric was, like, latex or, like, little sparkles or something. Um, just something to make it like a little drag. I just, I, to me, I like, this is sickening. Like I would, I would see like, this is very accurate to what I would picture in like a Renaissance painting of what Lilith was. She definitely got filthy. I like this. This is honestly probably one of my top favorite Sigourney looks compared like up with there with her queen outfit. Up next we have Hoso. So Hoso is wearing a blazer and pants that are kind of stitched together to make it look like it's different fabrics. I believe it's just one fabric, but with the stitching, they just painted it differently. Yeah. With green hair, and they have this cool teeth prosthetic around their eyes, and then they have middle fingers on their forehead, which 
out of context just looks like regular fingers. Yeah, they were like, I'm doing these prosthetics, and they're middle fingers. And I was like, oh, they look like fingers, because I'm going to flip everybody off. And I was like, well, when you don't have the rest of the hand, it just looks like a finger. Yeah. But but you fantasize. And they also have a key to their chest. So, oh, oh, the shoes. The shoes. Hold on, wait, let me, I need to reframe it so everyone can see the shoes. The shoes, baby. I have those shoes. <laughs> I have those shoes, too. Those shoes are from Target. This was not a win for me, I'll be honest. The the key, they have they have a giant key, they have, a, and then when they take their jacket off, there's like a, a hole in it, and I was, and it's like for like a keyhole. And I was like, Gagatandra, that's fucking cute. And then they go to put the key in, but there's no like depth, so they just touch the key to their chest, and then they like turn the key... But the part of the key, like, the... I don't even know what part it is, but the part of the key that, like, goes into the lock, that unlocks the lock, obviously, like, is still out, and they're not, like, the hiding it. The indentation, like, the engraving, yeah. engraving of the key is And not they're not, it. like, covering it, and they just, like, turn the key and, like, are like, yeah! And, like, the judges were like, that's how you use a prop, mama! And I was like, no! That was so awkward! Something about this look just doesn't make me feel... Like, it makes me feel uncomfortable, and I love Hoso so much, but something about this look just, like, is off for me, and I cannot place what it is. Prosthetics were real cute. The eye, they have like a prosthetics around their eyes, which are like teeth. Um, the, the, the fit looks like it's a, a suit made out of like skin patches. The shoes are just shoes. Their runway energy was 10 out of 10. But It was just... a look that was inspired by Drag King. Like they said they wanted to do a Drag King look too. Yeah. I want to preface that. That's true. Yeah. And they, and they, it is, and it, their character, like when I first saw it, I was like, like this is kind of oversized, not proportionately like correct in my opinion. But then, when they were, like, doing their character, they were very, like, animated and, like, almost kind of, like, immature kind of energy. And I was like, oh, this is giving me kind of, like, a demon, you know, kid, you know, dressing up. So I was like, this kind of, if it's, like, a character, like, this gives me very much so. That's why this is oversized and not fitting correctly. So I was like, I like that. But... It was giving baby Beetlejuice to me. Yeah, like, it's a mixture of Beetlejuice and, and somebody else. I forgot who they said. Buzzle. What I wanted to tie into was the point of the challenge was to make a look that was, like, totally unique, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, this looks like Beetlejuice. Uh, Tara said, the goal of the challenge was to make a totally unique outfit, and last week I made a skin outfit, so... I, I understand the story is unique. I think maybe just adding something on the shoulders to give it a little more... Bitch, we all know I love a fucking broad, big-ass shoulder moment. The shoes, though. I just looked at the shoes, and I was like, I I did not see those shoes on the runway until I just saw this picture. I don't... I'm done talking. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm done talking. Saint is up next. Saint is wearing a white gown. Very loose gown. And then it, like, billows at the bust area. And Mm -hmm. then she has uh, draping sleeves, which I love. Draping sleeves. Exposed collarbone and shoulders with some wings that go into uh, a sperm kind of shape. Oh! D- they ha- that's the shape I can think of. They have a heart coming out of them. I love their hair. It's like a really nice white, or not white, like a blonde braided hair. And they have some blood on them. And they are wearing white panties as well. Zanny, how did you feel about this look? Um, I literally loved this look. This wig sent me, like, into another realm. To the shadow realm? Yeah, they sent me to the Shadow Realm, Mama. And, like, ah! the heart and the the red and just, like, I'm a sucker for the color red. I'm a sucker for blood. I'm a sucker for anything that's like that. I'm a sucker for 
angels and demons. This, this is very you. Was I was so in love with this. Um, the only thing is, like, I can see the the white pantalones underneath. Would have liked to not because, like, to me, like, I just maybe there could have been more fabric there to where I like or layers of fabric to where I didn't see it. Um, or maybe like a nude one to where it just looked like a naked body underneath would have been so sickening. Um, mm. To me, I don't think of angels wearing like pantalones. You know, it's not like a thought that I want to be like, oh, that that angel's wearing Victoria's Secret. Um, but um, bum, this was one of my favorite looks when they came out. Same energy with Sigourney though. When they came out, the video was so I was like, wow, I love this. And they're like, you didn't really do anything for the videos again. And then it cuts to production where like Saint really isn't doing anything. And I was like, oh. I mean, I kind of saw that during the runway, too, because they want to see, like I said, and like the Boulets have said, they just want to see them get like a little like they could have like with that heart. They could have yeah. been, bitch Kalima, like bitch scream with this heart in your hand, just scream and they will love it. Like get a little like, would you say uh, maybe get into it? No, G- get a little animated. I'm literally going to block you after this. <laughs> Like scream, like just scream and like, yeah. perform to that heart, and that's what they were saying. They were like, "You had this heart, but there weren't a lot of heartbeats to this performance." Yeah, but I still, I really do like this look. The wings are definitely like whoop whoop. The wings get uh, a little better. The hair, ugh, and the braid that goes so far down. Shoot, who else did I feel like? Monique Hart. Um, the visions and all their outfits were there, but it was like when it came to execution execution it just like because monique did so much themselves there were things that could have been that could have made it like the next level that they missed out on their season and i think that i felt that was saint like there's so many things like if they would have had another layer of fabric around their waist a nude a nude undergarment and better wings then and like if they would have taken the time to stone the heart and like the the red with like red stones just so it caught light the way because there was so much light reflecting if there could have been something that just, like, really drew attention to that and put, like, a little bit of red stones and that red on their wig would have... This would have been probably my top... Like, in my top five Dragula looks ever. To be honest, with most wings on drag shows, they're not well. Like, the only good one I can think of is Courtney Axe that, like, shoots out and then yeah. it comes back in, which probably costs a lot of money because she's rich. Wings are hard. I'm Bitch, I might commission someone for Literally, wings because I saw them make some, but... And it's hard to travel. It's hard to travel with wings like this. How are you going to put this in a suitcase? After the runways, we get our little sibling talk, right? Yeah, and Swan is livid. Like I've never seen Swan. girl. There are moments when I thought people ate. I don't, I am very passionate about the th- like. I was very. Pa- I was like, ooh, demons, and like I was like, this is cute, and like this is kind of a th- like this is this episode was like like I was watching. Literally, the first one I wrote when they walked into a church is I was like, bitch, I'm so ready for this. So I was just like feeling it, but Swan was like, this was awful. No one did good fuck it, burn it all down, like, fuck this. And I was like, there were, compared to, like, a couple weeks ago when it was, I was not enjoying it at all, I was like, I was, nine times out of one out of ten, it was like a good seven for me. I see what they mean. They've said this multiple times in the season that they are underwhelmed with people's performances and runways. They said it on the Rock Challenge. Yeah. They said it on the, the Ghost Ship Challenge, too. And it's like, damn, like, what is going on? Like, and I, to be honest, when compared to even season one and season two, a lot of those looks are kind of better than some looks that we've been seeing this season. Yeah. Like Vander's looks, Vander's looks are still like pretty polished and they've been doing drag for a year at the time. You know what I mean? Well, and it's also like they are also 
investing $100,000 into this. So it's like we upgraded the show. Obviously, everything everything in the show is upgraded. This is like the most upgraded the show has been. Like the production has definitely went up. So I think I can see how they could be like, uh, this was the season that was supposed to like elevate this to the next level. And like y'all are literally like here and like we are all need you up here. But then at the same time, Devil, d- demon devil advocate don't come out on a leotard and a headpiece then. True, but they're also judging this shit. They're not competing for $100,000. And it's their money. I know, bitch. but like... The $100,000 is coming from them. They said, bitch, we can't afford. They said, Linda, COVID. <laughs> they said, I'm just gonna turn this leotard backwards and wear it. <laughs> oh, also, before, they were like, we understand that they are tired and this is the end of the competition, but like, bitch, this is when you have to sign, seal, and send your whole package. Yeah. This is not the time to be dropping the ball and that's why i hope they get a fabric sponsor next season so they can actually like work in said room they did not like dolly at all in the acting challenge they didn't understand the white face which i didn't either because they looked really it meant when they they said that where they were like it's all i could focus on i was like it is also all i focused on i wonder if they just like didn't bring i don't think they did normal foundation and they were like oops I don't think they did. They were. I think I can see the weight though. Is like because they kind of like. I think they've been living in this like world like not like de- like I don't want to say delusion, but like they've been so praised and always in the top that I think in their mind they're like, well, of course I'm going to make it to the end. Like there's no way I'm not. And so I think for them to get like negative critiques, they're like, shit, this could be the moment. Like this could be what puts me in the end. Um, well, I mean, that's what happened to them on their first season, season two, when they were like, I'm doing great. And the first time they get bad critiques, they're like, okay, throwing in the towel. That. So I think that's what they were getting in mentally. And they were like, I can't do that. They like Saints look, same critiques for the past four weeks insert here. That. They wanted more energy. They liked Saints performance, which I was gagged because I was worried that Saint was going to be in the bottom. I was so confused because I was not a fan of Saints performance and they ate. Like they were like, Saint, you were so good. I will say Saint looked really good in the performance. They looked like an 80s mom. They actually looked like Sheila from Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it's the fourth one. If you know, you know. Oh my god, wait. Uh, does Sheila and Freddie make out? Yeah, they do. That's how she dies. She gets... Actually, she gets the air sucked out of her. What a coincidence. Where's Because that happens later in the extermination. Okay, I was like, where's the coincidence? They liked her look, and they liked her performance, but they just, she needs to work on her floor show. And they're like, girl, we're going to be blunt with you, okay? We're not going to wait for you to see this on TV, how we feel. We're going to tell you, again, to not, like, be frustrated by this, but just, maybe you're a quiet person, but we just need to perform a little bit better. Hoso, they liked Hoso. They liked their look. They liked their runway. Sigourney, they liked their performance, but they didn't like their runway. And then for Zavaleta, it was kind of a mixed bag. I mean, they didn't like their runway presentation of course yeah but were they not feeling the priest because the priest was at least okay to me i didn't like the priest um i liked it better than dolly's i did like it better than dolly's the the bottom made sense um the thing that didn't really make sense to me was like the top oh and i wouldn't have put sigourney in the bottom sorry i'm thinking about it now that i said it and i think hoso deserved to win i just didn't it just wasn't no one really did good this episode yeah. <clears throat> like i really kind of wouldn't give anyone I, and they said that they Drax said I think they all should be up for extermination. So I said, okay, do it then. That you're, Put you're them all up for extermination. You had everybody ride a fucking bull. I don't think I really would have given anyone the win. Um, yeah, they were like praising Hoso for their character, but I was like, that is that. I don't know. Like they they were good acting. They did really good. They carried the best part. Um, 
and it is hard to like do a character that switches in between people. I get that. The writing was so bad that I was it was it must have been really hard to work with. Don't do Michael like that. That's what you said earlier. <laughs> I did say that. Saint is safe. Hosa wins the challenge. This is the first person with two wins. Everyone else is in the bottom. And their extermination challenge, which they don't even talk about in the cauldron, but I would have been freaking out, uh, is they have to get vacuum sealed against a wall. Like, with, like, uh... Latex. Latex. Like, latex vacuum sealed. Did they have a tube in their mouth, or they just could not breathe? So I was... I was like, there's no way. So I googled it, and there's three forms of this. One, the latex is, like, so... There's, like, holes by the mouth area, which I didn't see any holes. I didn't. Two, there's a cutout for the head. There obviously was no cutout for the head. No. Um, or three, they have a breathing tube that is put in, um... So that way you can breathe while that's happening. Knowing that, I'm... It makes me, like, I have to, like, inhale when I think about it. Now I'm, like, okay with it. But when they were Mm -hmm. explaining it, and then when I saw it, I, like, had a, like, mental break where I was like, holy shit, that is intense. That is so This was probably... This was one of one of the most intense extermination challenges. Very. Besides jumping out of a plane and probably the needles through the arm. See, to this me... This was like one of... Well, I could do the needles through the arm. I wouldn't want to, but I could do it. But I think with the same adrenaline, there's a fear of falling to your death. There's a fear of suffocating. Yeah. Those are real fears that, like, are, like, intense. Like, you can die from suffocating. You can die from your parachute not going through, malfunctioning, and fall to your fucking death. You can't die from just getting poked in the arm. I mean, it's still intense, but, you know. Yeah. This isn't on par with truth or dare. Or whatever it was. A truth or a lie. (laughs) This isn't on par with riding a bull. Yeah. Like, this was pretty crazy. And I think it's fucked up that Zavaleta's, like, two extermination challenges. Well, like, three. Two of them were both being claustrophobic, like, and I listened to the Boulay Brothers podcast. Apparently, the coffin was deeper. It just didn't look deeper because uh, Swan took a photo inside of the hole. I hope Zavaleta wasn't. But they didn't even talk about it in the culture. And they're all kind of like praising Hoso. Which, gag, did not know this about Hoso. Hoso's just like, yeah, I'm just living life because, you know, I went through chemo and I had cancer. And you just got to live life and keep going because you never know when you're going to drop dead. And I'm living this moment right now. I was like, holy shit. I did not know that yeah. about Hosa. They like, just dropped that. That came out of nowhere, which I was proud of them. I was like, you better work. But I also was like yeah. so gagged from this. And I think that's the one thing is like, Hoso has such an intense backstory, but we're not hearing anything about it. Even Landon had intense backstory, they, but they just casually brought it up because I think it had been behind them, you know? Yeah. So um, it was nice to see that that moment where I was like, okay, like I'm getting, to, like you're becoming more humanized in my mind. Yeah, even Zavaleta says this makes me like Hoso even more, which I can see why, because Zavaleta lost their sister to cancer. Yeah. So I kind of really like that. Very emotional. Nothing really is brought up other than everyone's like, I'm going to fight to uh, win. The only thing that made me laugh is that Hoso was like, I'm so glad that I have two wins. Like, this is so good for my representation. This is so good for, like, Asian people, because, like... You know, like, anytime me and, like, Saint are here, like, we're making history. And then Sigourney's like... (laughs) Zavaleta... Zavaleta is also making history, and like, because like Ahosa goes, it's just I'm glad that we're showing that like dragons just for like generic white people, and then so then Sigourney's like, but also like like Zavaleta is right there, white, and then like Ahosa's uh, like, yeah 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 no like Zavaleta like also you yeah 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 yeah, and then like Zavaleta's like, and also like Sigourney's the first 
or not the first, but Sigourney's an AFAB person, like, doing this. And they're like, yeah, 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 Sigourney's also, like, deserves to be here. And then they're like, and also, Dolly's and the Dolly, first non-binary. non-binary person, like, in the season. So they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, we all deserve to be here. And then I was There's like, a lot of non-binary people on this season. Yeah, Which is funny as to how someone was casted. But, but they were, like, anyways, basically saying, yeah. like, um... You're like everyone. <laughs> no, here. no, no. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And so then I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You too. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think we're all. I think we all can sing. I think we all <laughs> sing. But we get into the extermination challenge, and I'm like confused as how this process works because they're laying. Israel comes in, not the country. Israel comes in, and they like are on this wall, and it something's happening in this procedure that I don't understand. Like it feels like they are getting, like, pressed against the wall, but you don't see anything. Is it, like, air being pressed against them? You know what, when the thing comes down? No, like, when they're on the wall, they're, like, frozen. No, like, no, they're they not were just, moving they're at just, all. Or they, they were just, just told not to move. Yeah, so the, the thing is, like, you're not, you don't want to wear anything sharp, and you don't really want to move. Oh, bitch, I would have a pencil underneath my outfit, <laughs> like, whoo. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I, don't, I, I do like a teacher pencil right here. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on your ear. So it pokes a hole and you're like. <laughs> and then like you mm-hmm. don't want to be moving because it's like, could you imagine being latexed like this, right? And then you're like, oh my God, my nose itches. And you go to scratch your nose and then it's like. <laughs> and your yeah. finger's like stuck in your, you know, so you, you want to be like out of. The part that made me think it was confusing is there was like a piece Oof. of wood at their like knee zone. Like behind, the yeah. Knee. There, there was also like wires or tubing too. Yeah, that were like crossed. That was I wasn't like sure what that was. Them, and I was like, I would be so uncomfortable. This is all sensory. It's all sensory, which is that's yeah. what it is. Like that whole that whole world is a sensory thing. Yeah, people like this shit. Yeah. I I don't. I don't like suffocating. No, I googled um, it and I was like, uh, I literally with my Google search engine is gonna be like, girl, you kinky. What is the mechanics of this? Like, how can you die? <laughs> Yeah, well, you probably can die. People probably have people died have died because people. This is the dumb. This is the dumb part. I'm gonna aggressively tap the mic once because I'm mad. The dumb part is that people they do it by themselves. By themselves, right? there is no way to stop it. But you can like set a timer, and so people do it by themselves. But like if that malfunctions, bitch, I put the wrong timer on before. Instead of 40 minutes, I put like an hour and 40 minutes. Same. I've milked the shit out of a Hot Pocket before. <laughs> Bitch, you're going to be the Hot Pocket. And like, could you imagine... When they find your body. That, could you imagine like being like, let's go check on Stacy. She's not She's not come outside our apartment in like two weeks. <laughs> Vacuum and they, sealed like a fuck, a bunch of clothing just, underneath a bed. I'll be like, damn, Stacy. That's so fucked up, but it happens. You live like this? And like the, during the extermination challenge, you see it. It looks terrifying. It looks so scary. You can see them like gasping for air. You can see like they're like they can't breathe. It's it's really fucking intense, and it's short too. I don't know how long that they had to be under there because really they said that they were testing them to see how long mm-hmm. they could go, right? Something like that. I don't know how long they went for. No, 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 no. I would have. They would have said go, and then they would literally would went, and I was like, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> Is this the one you don't think you could do? I didn't think that it was the one that I could... I, okay. <sighs> no one was freaking out in the cauldron about it, so they were all, like, cool. My thing is, like, as a viewer, I couldn't do it. But, like, when I look back on these things, then we see how much production has helped them and how much production, like, kind of, like, 
coaxes them and kind of like talks to them and like talks them through it and like walks them through it. And I assume they have people on set, especially with how dangerous this could be, that are like, hey, like we're gonna work, like you're gonna be okay. Like, so I think I could do it in that atmosphere. But like that's me like really thinking about it. But if I didn't have that and I didn't have those things around me, those resources around me, then no, fuck no. They would have to hype me up. Yeah, if they were they just like Danny, go stand there. The vacuum's gonna come down and survive. I'd be like, holy fuck. But if they had somebody there that was like, listen, it's gonna be five minutes. We have a fail like safety net. Like you have a button you can push if it fucks up. We're gonna give you a breathing tube. Do it for the camera. Like whatever. Like you know when you get out of it, like you're gonna have a support team. Like just just get through it. Bitch, when I got my CAT scan done, I was feeling uncomfortable in that little tube they put you in. Same, because so, I was like, like, oh my god, they could cut my ankles. And then I was like, oh my god, what if this whole thing crashes and I can't get out? And then I was like, oh my gosh, what if there's a demon in here? No, for me, it's, it's just a very close <laughs> space, but work. That was this episode. Zavalona does go home, unfortunately. I don't think Zavalona should have went home. You knew her. But um, yeah. with the requirements, drag, filth, horror, glamour. I already know who's probably going to win this season based on that now. Who? Based on what? Every Thanksgiving, it's not going to be Dolly and it's not going to be Sigourney. They want someone with the full package and it'll probably either be Saint or Hoso. I can just already see that now. Same. It will. I already know. They want some. like I said, they want someone with the whole package. Vander gives you that, Bitch gives you that, Landon Sider gives you that. They have not been seeing that for those other two, so I can only see Hoso or Saint winning now. Like, I could for see sure. Dolly. I could, I could see, on. I could see any of them. The thing is, like... I thought I could. I can't anymore. I can see somebody, like, fucking up, though. And being like, ooh. Like, I can't really see Saint, because they've not really been impressed with what Saint's brought. The only thing that, to me, that would make them be like, yeah, like, Saint is gonna be the winner, is because Saint did win Resurrection, so, like, the world wants to see that from Saint. So it's like that would be such a that would be such an arc. Dolly, I could see winning because that would be such an eyebrow peaches Christ a peaches arc. Christ arc. Um, yeah. Foreshadowing Dolly, I could see because they are so like solidified in themselves and they've had so much growth. That's also an arc that I could go with. Sigourney, as much as like they're like you're not giving us like the filth, you're not giving us the this. Like they are, if they could give us filth the next three episodes, then they could take the crown because they already mm-hmm. have a well solidified human human version of or not a human but just the thought of who they are um and they've been doing significantly well hoso is doing phenomenally well they love almost everything hoso brings out like i could definitely see hoso taking it hoso has a great backstory like that would be so game changing i think they all have good backstories actually i think hoso just lacks a little bit polish Mm -hmm. saint has that polish but lacks the energy that hoso has very that i forgot to bring this up so after that big blowout this is speaking of production you know when everyone was going crazy on the ghost ship episode Mm -hmm. they the bullet brothers were talking about this they had to sit everyone down because it was more intense than what we were seeing they had to sit everyone down and be like y'all this is too much y'all need to calm down you need to take 10 minutes to just sit here and calm down because y'all need to relax and i think zavaleta was like they said zavaleta was crying or someone was crying like after because they were like thinking about how they were acting and that's why everyone apologized the next, the next <laughs> day because the bule brothers were like okay like it was cute but this is y'all are being ridiculous right now like y'all are hurting your feelings and everyone needs to relax so i do like that they take initiative to sit through this 
Listen to that, uh, y'all. If y'all listen to this, listen to the Creatures of the Night by the Boulay Brothers and listen to their recap episode. They talk about how Astrid Aurelia was like even more like upset being in the bottom, boo hooing, yelling at everyone. I was like, girl, that's probably why they left. If they had sat there and ate their food, they probably would have still been in the competition, to be honest. So we have our top four. We have shocker. Who would have saw this coming? Who do you think is going home next? Because here's the thing. If they're condensing the the reunion and the finale to one episode, right? Then we'll have a top four. Episode eight, episode nine to go through still. So two episodes. So I'm like, would they do a two-parter episode because they did that in season two? Or would they keep one person one week and then eliminate someone the next week? I don't know. I don't think it's necessary for them to keep a top four because I think it's already clear who I think will be in the tops. Sigourney, unfortunately, has been in an extermination three times. Dolly's been there once. I think Hoso's only been there once. And Saint's been there, I think, once, too. I I hate to say this. I think Sigourney probably will not win. I do like... Shut the fuck up. I do like Sigourney. (laughs) And I just think that's not what they're looking for right now. Yeah. Like, they would be amazing on a, a Resurrection episode, and I think they would win that. But, like, when I said about what they're want, what the Boule brothers want, Sigourney looks like a Boule brother. I'll say that. They look amazing. But I think in terms of diversity, because they love that in their winners, I think it'll be Saint or Hoso that's going to win. They might keep all four of them. I don't know. Um, I can see any one of them fumbling. No matter what they say... Because they kind of, they low-key, they've been underwhelming me with some of their outfits the past few episodes. They better come through with this finale. That, I want to be... They better come through. Because I will say, season three, I was a little underwhelmed with the looks for the finale. So they better come through and make me come, Make me squirt. Run my nipples till they hurt. Mm. Now, Zanny, where can we find you? You can find me at... My Instagram is Zanny.ex. I'm on Facebook at ZannyX as well. And you can find me on Twitter at ZannyX as well. Where can we find and I, you? Where my head just exploded? <laughs> um, my, my name is Tara Card, and you can find me under most platforms under that name T E R R A H C A R D. And you can find this podcast, Stay on the Line, on Facebook at Stay on the Line, Instagram at Stay on the Line Podcast, Twitter at Stay on the Line TC, and Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stay on the Line, where you can get bonus content, you get sewing vlogs at the tiers like two tiers two and three uh three gets more so uh vlogs but yeah you'll get more content there and yeah episode 50 woo woo episode 50 50 fans we want to hear from 50 you for you and 10 for me until next time i'm tara card and i'm zinni uh, and make sure you stay on the line, stay on the line. bye, bye.